The role of parents is to provide food, shelter, clothing for their children. But maybe of greater importance is their spiritual well-being, an environment, an atmosphere of love and emotional security, a kind of sense of all is well, so that, and, and for lack of a better term here, so that they can develop their personhood. And we do this by loving, by loving our spouses, by loving our children, and by loving our neighbors. And by loving, we create a warm, loving family of acceptance and support. Now God, our Heavenly Father, does this for us too, through Jesus Christ, his Son, Son of the Father, who became a human being just like us. And the greatest act, the greatest show of love and concern for our spiritual well-being, not, not the physical well-being, you know, like a, a guaranteed permanent job or a guaranteed salary or perfect health. No, it doesn't work that way. But God, through Jesus, does care about our spiritual well-being. And the greatest demonstration and expression was, is, and continues to be the great Easter mystery. On Holy Thursday, we celebrated and remembered Jesus saying he would give up his life for us and gave us the Eucharist to continue. On Good Friday, he did physically what he said on Holy Thursday. He gave up his life. And he showed his concern for our spiritual well-being, not just by dying, but also offering forgiveness. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Our spiritual well-being, forgiveness, mercy for our sins, for our actions and acts of anger, jealousy, envy, or pride. Now today, in John's Gospel, on Easter, it continues. What continues is God's concern and care for our spiritual well-being. And it continues with, peace be with you. Why is that important? And does it apply only to the apostles? Or does it apply to us too? Let's go back. Consider the situation that the apostles were in. One, they left Jesus alone when the soldiers came. Two, they had to know what would happen to Jesus if the soldiers did come. Crucifixion. They knew that because it was a part of their culture. Three, they were afraid that the Jewish leaders would come after them and crucify them you know, stamp out this Jesus movement, get the leaders and his followers. Four, and so they ran. They didn't want to suffer like Jesus would suffer. And five, then they felt guilt. They betrayed their friend, their leader, the miracle worker. It is not hard to believe that at this point they were emotionally and possibly, 
possibly physically worn out, not much sleep, and they were anxious about their safety and their security. And also they were depressed, disillusioned, and disappointed. For they thought that they would be important people holding prestigious positions in Jesus' new society, a new ruling class among the Jewish people, just like the glory days of King David. But no, Jesus failed us. They were disillusioned, depressed, disappointed. They were hiding, afraid of being crucified. And then out of nowhere, Jesus appears. Locked doors, windows, no knock on the door, no drum roll, no announcement. Jesus stands in their midst, not at the front of the group, but in their midst. In his first words, peace be with you. No anger, no cussing, no condemning, no accusing of cowardice. And then standing in their midst, he shows them his hands and his side that the soldier pierced. And then his second words to them, peace be with you. Twice his only words, peace be with you, showing his concern and care for their spiritual well-being. It was like saying and meaning, don't be afraid, guys. I'm here with you. I haven't abandoned and forgotten you. I will be with you. Kids today might say, I got your back. And with that, we better understand the next action of Jesus. He breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Not by accident the words he breathed on them. It is a direct reference to the creation account in Genesis where God breathed life into humankind. So what's going on here? New life is going on here. That's what's happening here, new life. Jesus then finishes with, receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive, they are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain, they are retained. This signifies the new life, a challenge, a new direction for them. They don't follow now, now they will lead. The new life, the new direction is given through the breath and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on them. And then the challenge is stated. They are empowered. Go, tell my story. Go forth, forgive sins. In the gospel, John summarizes and states the story, the message for the ages and for us today. These signs are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that through this belief, you may have life in his name, which is to say, for eternal life. God, through Jesus, offers his body in forgiveness and mercy on Good Friday, and on Easter offers peace 
and eternal life in his name. Therefore, God really does care for our spiritual well-being. In closing, the opening prayer, the collect of the, today's Mass, captures these thoughts in more eloquent words. And let this be our prayer. O Lord, our God of everlasting mercy, who in the very recurrence of the Paschal Feast, Kindle the faith of the people you have made your own. Increase, we pray, the grace that you have bestowed on us, that all may grasp and rightly understand that in what font they have been baptized and in whose spirit they have been reborn and by whose blood they have been redeemed. And we do this through Jesus Christ, our Lord, your Son. On a lesser note, the church highlights God's divine mercy, which began and is flowing from Good Friday and the resurrection. And we celebrate that this weekend. At times in history, God speaks to us in a very, very special way. For example, through Bernadette of Lourdes and through the children of Fatima, through Our Lady of Fatima. And so now today, through Sister Faustina, through Our Lady of the Divine Mercy. And today, to us, God implores us to show mercy to others and to ourselves. Whether you pray the Divine Mercy ritual devotions or pray just for mercy, it is much needed today, especially with the authoritarian and autocratic forces alive in other countries and also in our own. And Mary is a great partner and inter intercessor in this prayer in pleading for mercy. Peace be with you.